0: She came back with tears just running down her face. She said they were so much like the ones that her grandma, made, that she just couldn't She just couldn't believe that all the emotions and all the feelings she got out of this cookie.
1: Welcome to a 209 Journey podcast. I'm your host, Luis Urbano. And in today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing Maria Apodaca from mocha magic a business in downtown modesto bakery cafe espresso bar uh they have so many varieties of all those different things and so uh we'll be hearing more about uh what she sells at her shop and also more about how the shop got started and what are some of the best-selling items especially in this holiday season in which we know that the bakeries are uh, baking non-stop especially with the Christmas season and and all the different uh, varieties of uh, pastries that are out there and all that. But before we get started, I want to invite everyone listening to follow the social media pages for the 209 Journey. You can find them simply at the 209 Journey on Facebook, X, formerly Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to send me a message if you have any suggestions for future guests or if you have any comments to make on anything. Also, feel free to do so there. I really appreciate everyone who has followed the page, especially on Instagram. That is the page that I am working on growing, and I'm hoping to reach 700 followers by the time that I actually do the half marathon for the Modesto Marathon, which is actually on March 24th. So looks like it could happen. I have been posting more episodes now. So a uh, shout out again to all the people who have started to follow the page. If it's your first time listening, or maybe the second time listening, you maybe just found out about the podcast. In a uh, recent weeks, then uh thank you so much for listening to this episode and do expect episodes to be posted weekly. That is what I am setting as my goal and I know it took a few months off a few episodes ago, but now I am back on track recording episodes and I actually have a uh, a few interviews that I'm working on getting scheduled so uh it's looking like the weekly schedule will definitely be a thing for as long as I'm able to uh have a library of episodes pre-recorded for y'all there as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest here on the 209 Journey podcast. Again, Maria Apodaca from Mocha Magic, a bakery slash cafe in downtown Modesto. Welcome to a 209 Journey, Maria. How's it going?
0: Good. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, no thank you for being on here. I know as a as a business owner, I mean I've interviewed plenty of business owners here throughout the episodes that I've done so far and and I know that life gets busy especially for a bakery in the holiday season of all time. So thank you for spending this time here. Well, first things first, as I like to start all my episodes, I want to talk about what it was like for you here to grow up in Modesto, be born here in Modesto, and how you've seen it change over time, which uh, I know it's it's changed quite a bit.
0: Yes, I was born and raised here. I graduated from Bayer High School, and at the time, there was only a handful of high schools, and now there's a a lot of high schools. My parents still live in the house I grew up on, on on Rose Avenue, and back then, we played in the streets. And so now Rose Avenue is like a really busy, busy road. And and for us, it was, it was playing in the streets.
1: Oh yeah. No, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm always thankful for. Right. Like in terms of like, we got to grow up in a time where technology wasn't as big. Right. So you still got the chance to enjoy the outdoors. Right. Which <laughs> <laughs> isn't a thing as much nowadays. So that's really good. <laughs> well, I want to talk about, before we get to talking about the business, Mocha Magic, and how we got started, I know that you got the chance to work with Old Time Pastries, which I got the chance to speak to the owner of the business a few episodes ago. If uh, anyone wants to listen to that show, you can go back and and listen to that really interesting story there. But tell me, what was it like when you first started working there? I know that's where you got your experience in baking, but just... Tell me more about it and how how it was like back then.
0: I started working there when I was 19. I had just graduated from MJC and I had taken baking and hospitality and culinary classes there and I got the job there just thinking it was just kind of a job before I went to college or whatever and I moved up quickly. I was a manager. And then they opened an additional store in Modesto in McHenry Village, and they asked me if I would manage that one. So I took that opportunity and got the experience of a lifetime because this was a very large multi-billion dollar business. And it was something that was kind of new here at the time. Espresso wasn't on every street corner. This was something new. It was like 1994. And so I, I got some really great experience there, and I worked there for almost 20 years.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that's that's really good. I mean, a lot of people who open businesses, you kind of have to start, right, by being working <laughs> for another business and all that. So it's really great that you got the chance to not work for just any pastry business, but Old Time Pastries, which, I mean, they're they're the biggest name, I'd say, in the 209 when it comes to bakeries, right? I mean, yeah. it's, the it's known.
0: <laughs> and he was like a third-generation baker, and, and he taught me... What he taught me was just absolutely invaluable.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's that's really good. Well, I want to talk about Mocha Magic. Just tell me more about how that got started. Did it happen right after you left Old Time Pastries? Or did you kind of like go elsewhere before then?
0: Well, what happened was the owner was ill and they were forced to close. Well, they didn't want to close the McHenry Village store, so they, they sold it. I did stay with the new owner for a couple of years, but it was clear to me that the values and the mission had changed and I wasn't interested in, in in staying there anymore. And then I realized that my only other choice was to look for another job after 20 years with the same company or do my own thing. And so I started looking around at different locations and toying with the idea and it took a lot longer than I anticipated trying to get everything together. I got a little discouraged at some point. And then I actually ended up going back to the old time pastries in and I worked there doing cake decorating and working out front with, you know, the old gang that I had worked with for so many years. And then one day the location on 16th street came available and I went and told Terry, I said, Hey, I said, I found a place and you know what? She was so happy for me and she has been nothing but helpful this whole time. So it was, it was just meant to be, it was just really great.
1: Yeah. No, Terry's really awesome. Like I said, if anyone wants to listen to that interview uh, it was really interesting to hear her story and how she kind of took over right the business making sure that it still stayed right because otherwise who knows if we'd still have it nowadays <laughs> well walk me through what it was like when you first get started with the business you found the location and what happens after that how do you figure out the name and just that, how was it like the first year and wh- when did it open to
0: So we opened in January of 2019. The location that I'm in used to be a coffee shop and it was called Mocha Magic. And it had been there for almost 25 years. So the lady who owned it was ready to retire and she was looking for someone to continue with the coffee. And then when she heard that I wanted to add a bakery, she was excited because other people were interested in the location. So she did, she did sell it to me. I decided to keep the name Mocha Magic and I just added Cafe and Bake Shop because we added a full bakery into the location because she had been there for so long. I didn't want to be the place that used to be Mocha Magic and people, I didn't want it, pe- people to think of it as, remember when it used to be this because we still had really great coffee, but we, now we had added a full line of, of baked goods.
1: Oh, that, wow. well, that's was, that was good. <laughs> Everything was already like, I guess aside from maybe the, the ovens and all that, like yeah. you had all the equipment you now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that was a good, a good way to, to start out there. Well, being that you started in 2019 and as we know, right, the following year, the pandemic hit and, and all that, how did you manage to like get through that? And just how was it like, especially considering that you only had like a year, like owning the, the business?
0: Right. We had only been open for a year. And then they made us take out all of our tables and chairs. So everything became to go. And we realized pretty quickly that we were in a business district. And a lot of these people were still working because they were attorneys and paramedics and doctors and nurses. A lot of people were still working and still needed things. They still needed coffee. They still needed to have lunch. People were still having birthdays. And it became more important for things to be special to people. There were lines outside of grocery stores, and it was just easier for them to come to us when they got to a store and it was closed. And they would Google things like coffee near me, bagels near me, sandwich near me, and it was bringing them right to me. So we packaged everything to go, and people still still came, and they just took it back to their office or they ate in their car. People did what they could, and we did everything that we could to um, to accommodate them.
1: No, that that's really good. I mean, I'm glad that. There were places like yours that <laughs> were able to accommodate for that, and I think you were more set up for that, right? You, you probably had more containers to go. That wasn't too much a, of an issue, right? Like, yeah, right, yeah. No, that's that's good, and and I'm, I was really happy to see the community support so many of the local businesses, right? Because we know that unfortunately a lot of them had to either quit right after that first year because those those started to match that. So glad that you guys were able to. Overcome that and just continue uh, on and and reopen once things got a, a little bit better there. Well, for anyone who isn't aware of like all the offerings that Mocha Magic has, because I know that there's quite a few <laughs> options, right? Whether you want breakfast or you want lunch, can you tell me wh- what are some of the few like food options that you guys have? And then we could talk about drinks after.
0: So food wise, we do soups, sandwiches, and salads. We run a daily special every day, and then we bake everything fresh there. On the premises. So probably our bagels are our most popular item just for toasting with cream cheese and to make sandwiches with.
1: Oh, that sounds good. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, a bagel, a toasted bagel as a sandwich. That that sounds really good. <laughs> and as far as like the coffee options, what what are some of those options that you guys have?
0: Our most popular coffee, and we're the only place in Modesto that carries it, is called Chino, And it's a mushroom-based coffee. It's mushroom powder. And that is our most popular drink.
1: Sounds interesting. Yeah, I don't think. I, yeah, you're right. I haven't not seen anywhere else with that drink. Yeah. Now I'm wondering what does it taste like. Like
0: <laughs> it tastes like kind of like cocoa and cinnamon, and then it has okay. shots of espresso. And then we do it hot or iced with your choice mm-hmm. of milk, and and everybody raves about it. When we first started doing it, I thought I was going to have to convince people to drink mushroom coffee. No, are uh-huh. willing to try it, and they are all return
1: customers. You know what? I like mushrooms. So I think I, I want to try this now, <laughs> especially if, it, if it's you're able to make it iced because I'm more a fan of iced coffee, even in these cold times. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that sounds really interesting. I'm glad that you guys have that unique thing, right? You're like, well, we can only find it here. <laughs> right. It's it's a little different thing to, to say that. Well, in terms of like the food options, I know you mentioned the, the popular options for the coffee drinks, but what are some of the. Different sandwiches that people order the most? Like, is there one that you guys are known for as well? Or is that more like general?
0: Our pesto chicken panini sandwich is our most mm-hmm. popular. We bake our own focaccia in house. And then it's actually homemade pesto, mayonnaise, with grilled chicken breast and Swiss cheese. And then we press it on the panini grill.
1: Oh, that sounds good too. <laughs> I wouldn't you know? be surprised if people listening are like drooling right now. <laughs>
0: right? All of our sandwiches come with a cookie.
1: Oh, hey, that's that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how it should be, I think. Right. And all the sandwich spots like it should always come with the cookie. They should never uh, sell it separately. Right. Unlike Subway and all that. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's really good. Well, I want to know. I know that you started out baking and all that too. But in terms of like making the drinks and all that, is that something you would do at Old Time Pastries as well? Or did you kind of adapt to the new business?
0: Yeah, we started doing espresso drinks at Old Time Pastries <clears throat> in the late 90s through Clayton Coffee and Gretchen. She was the main person in this area that was teaching people how to make drinks. I remember <clears throat> learning for the first time and thinking, who's going to drink espresso That a drink that's this big? <laughs> And then I realized, oh, you mixed it with other things and, and people were getting excited about it. And so we were one of the very first places at all time that had, you know, an espresso bar where you went in and you got mochas and lattes and it was like, it was like a special thing. Yeah. So I got wow. all of my <laughs> through Gretchen at, at Clayton Coffee.
1: Wow. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. And then of course, then Starbucks came around and everyone says that word, like it's <laughs> part of the regular vocabulary, but yeah, I mean, the others. There was a time, yeah. In case all the listeners think it, there's always been all these terms mentioned, yeah, there was, there was a day when <laughs> when that wasn't a, a thing, or at least here in the area, right? I'm sure bigger cities they've probably been they've been drinking these drinks for a while,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, in Seattle, you know, other places where that originated, but yeah, Modesto, Modesto's come a long way. There's a lot of coffee shops <laughs> now in Modesto for sure.
1: Yeah, and we want to make sure we keep the the local ones. That's what I always say, right? Like, those are the ones, like, put the other ones aside. If you're local, like, drink drink local coffee. There's nothing like that. Well, in terms of stories that you've had to go through with the business here in these last few years that the business has had, what are some of those interesting customer stories that you've gone through?
0: I think one of my... Favorite stories is when we very first opened, we'd only been open about a month. And a lady came in and she just came to look around. She heard there was a new bakery. And then she bought a few things and, and she told me, Oh, my 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 grandma used to make these cookies. So she bought a couple and she left and she came back with tears just running down her face. She said they were so much like the ones that her grandma made that she just couldn't, she just couldn't believe that all the emotions and all the feelings she got out of this cookie and I told her I said that is exactly why I'm doing this and if you've ever come into the bakery and you look around at the decor it's a little unusual but it's all of the things that represent my family and my childhood and my journey through through baking because it was always about me baking things and how it made other people feel i like to make desserts and things for my family for birthdays and special events and people looked forward to it. And that was something that I was known for in my family. And now I just bring it to the entire Modesto community. And that's something that makes me very proud.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, yeah, the power of tasting food, right? I mean, sometimes it's that one sauce that you have on something that just like brings you memories to all yeah. It's 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 really interesting. Yeah, even a drink as well. I think I mean just anything that you taste, right? It's like yes goes a, a long ways and and all that, but yeah, well, well, that's that's really great story. I'm sure she was feeling really happy after that. <laughs> Probably coming <laughs> back still, like ordering the cookies all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up thing that I I want to ask you about special events, especially holidays. And and I know it's a busy time. I'm sure right now in the bakery with Thanksgiving just happening a few days ago as of this recording, and then Christmas here in, in the next few weeks. But Uh, What are those uh, seasonal items that people can only find here maybe in in the next uh, month, a little bit over a month from now that they should go and and get now so they don't miss out and wait a whole entire year for?
0: (laughs) Definitely gingerbread men. Gingerbread men cookies are delicious. And then we make gingerbread houses that are kits where we bake the gingerbread, we assemble the house. And then we include all of the icing and candy and everything that you need to go home and decorate it at home with with your family. And we do all the hard part. You don't have to mm. bake it and assemble it.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I remember not not baking it, but in school, just like getting the the kits and and all that and those. Yeah, it was something else. Yeah. <laughs> make sure everything's stood up and all that. So it, it's definitely an art to, <laughs> to keeping the the houses from. Not falling down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's really great. Is there any other things that you guys do in terms of like other festivities around like the year? Uh, at we the bakery? do.
0: Yeah, we're actually on 16th Street. So a lot of times on Saturdays, we especially for the holidays, we do kids cookie decorating where you can just drop in. And for six dollars, your kids can decorate cookies. So we have one of those events coming up on December 16th. And they're always very, very busy, and it's just a fun activity for kids to to do on a Saturday morning.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds really fun. Yeah, being able to decorate your cookie, have all the supplies there to decorate it, not having to buy them all, and then just use it once. And then <laughs> because I think that's the thing when you try to bake at home, you can only get so much frosting before you're like, well, I might just make a cake now. Next time I make a cake, that frosting's not good anymore. I know that's what I had to go through with my. <laughs> My dad, whenever we would bake a, a cake is like, we didn't use all the frosting, we would only put like half of it. And then once you want to use it again, it's all It's not good anymore. <laughs> Out of all the things that you bake, and also the drinks that you make, what would you say is your favorite thing to bake and then your favorite drink to make?
0: I think my favorite thing to bake is muffins and loaf cakes, just because those are what I started baking because they were easy things when I was a child learning to do was like banana bread. And everybody loves banana bread. Mm-hmm. So we sell a lot of banana bread. And then a lot of the ones that we carry in our loaves, we also make into muffins. So we have mm-hmm. banana nut muffins and cinnamon crumb muffins and cranberry walnut and blueberry and chocolate and honey bran. And right now we have pumpkin for the season. So I think mm-hmm. that's my, my favorite thing to bake because it's something that you can eat anytime. It's not just breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's anytime. And you
1: always want a cup of coffee with it. Oh, yeah, that's true, especially during this time. And <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing like that. And with cookies, too, right? Like you got to have the the coffee or the milk to go along with it. And yeah. <laughs> well, in terms of any uh, future business plans, I know you mentioned business started 2019. It's been going on now for four years, going on five years. Well, what are some of your like future plans that you envision? for the business?
0: Well, people always ask me if I'm going to open a second location or if I'm going to get a bigger location, but I'm so happy at this location that Mm -hmm. I would prefer to just continue to grow in this location because I'm in the heart of downtown (laughs) and the parade is this weekend and it's all going to go right. They're going to stage it right in front of the bakery and just the energy in downtown Monesto. There's nothing, there's nothing else like it. And I would not want to move from that location.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's, that's a prime spot to to be at with all the things going on. And I'm glad that they're doing the parade right there in front because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people coming by, especially being at night, right? Is it, is it going to be at night? It's a night parade. Okay. Then even, even better. (laughs)
0: Like custom cakes and we do catering also. So we have the opportunity to grow the business through those types of avenues in the facility that we have. So there, there's a lot of opportunity there for growth as well
1: what would you say is like the best catering job you've had what's been the most like maybe complicated one like in terms of like the order that was made
0: I would say the most complicated one was for Frisco in downtown Modesto and mm. it was breakfast for 150 people and sandwiches for 300. All within a very short time period. So I think the main thing was space. That was a space Mm -hmm. issue. It took us, you know, two delivery vehicles to get it there. Luckily it was only a couple of blocks away, but it was it was a long day, but it was it was great.
1: Well, how long did all that take to bake? Like was that like a day, a full day of
0: (laughs) it was more than a day because we had to bake all of the like croissants and the bagels and things for sandwiches, and then we had to assemble all of these sandwiches. And then box them up with chips and silverware and cookies. We had to bake cookies for all of them. Um, yeah, it was a long day, but it was great.
1: Wow, well, yeah, that yeah, that sounds like uh, they kept you guys really busy <laughs> on that time. But but wow, I mean, being able to bake, cook for so many people, and and get your product out there and all that, I'm sure it was, it was really great, right? Because inevitably, I'll go to a catering event, and you like what you eat, and then you're right away asking, right, like, hey, where's where, where'd you guys get the catering from? And then I'm sure that's brought a lot more business, right? When when you guys have more of those like jobs.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Is there anything else that uh, I, I maybe missed that you want to like mention about Mocha Magic, maybe events going on that you want to let everyone know about?
0: Well, again, the Christmas parade is this Saturday at 5.30. And then in January, we're celebrating our five-year anniversary and we have a lot of specials and some exciting things planned for that. So you'll have to stay tuned for that. It
1: should be the the second week of January. Oh, great. Eh? No better way than to start 2024 with a celebration already. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So That's, that, that's really good. Yeah. Well, that was a great time to start the business right? right at the beginning of the year and, and all that, especially with all the holidays after that and yeah, Valentine's day, Easter and spring break and all that. Yeah. That was, that was great. <laughs> great timing for sure. well, if anyone wants to follow the uh, bakery and social media and may- or maybe request a catering job, where could they do so?
0: So we're on Facebook and Instagram, Mocha Magic Cafe and Bake Shop, and then we're located at 920 16th Street in Modesto.
1: And what, what are your guys' hours?
0: We're Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Saturday, 8 to 12.
1: Perfect. Eh? Just the perfect times for uh, breakfast and, and lunch. And so... Uh... For everyone listening, I make sure you, you stop by, especially if you're in downtown, which is just great to have again, all these local options still around. And let, let's make sure people go to you and not to that Starbucks. It's also there in downtown, which was a little, little inconvenient for them to make it there, right? It's like, come on, <laughs> move somewhere else. But, but it's nice. I, I think the great thing is that our community supports local. And you know, I've seen it happen multiple times and that that's what distinguishes people especially in modesto they they really do support their their local places and make sure that they they're kept around longer than than these other places that want to like come in (laughs) yes well it was really nice being able to talk to you i know i got really hungry (laughs) and i want to go get one of those sandwiches one of these days and and also stop by for some pastries as well especially those seasonal ones before they're i gotta wait another year and i'm sure again everyone listening is probably. So hungry now that they might even stop by right now if they're in downtown Modesto, if they listen to this or if they if they're planning on driving by downtown Modesto on ninety nine, make that quick exit. It's not going to take you too long, just a few lights away, and <laughs> and you can uh you can get your uh, pastries or, or uh, a quick lunch. Yes. So thank you for being on. You have to
0: try the mushroom coffee.
1: Oh yeah, that's the one that's on my list. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one. <laughs> And for pastries, I need to figure out which pastry, maybe the gingerbread men, because they're seasonal right now. But yeah, but the muffins are also, I, I mean, everything else is really good too. But it'll be, it'll be tough to decide. Anytime I go to a bakery, I'm like, everything looks good. It's just, you just gotta, gotta pick a few and then come back and try something different so you don't mix all the flavors around. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you and have a great day.
0: Thank you. You too.
1: Once again, thank you to Maria Podaka for being on the podcast. I don't know about everyone listening, but as I just mentioned, I, I actually am pretty hungry after hearing <laughs> all those menu options, especially the lunch options. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, paninis. So uh, I'm sold at uh, a panini that has uh, basil or pesto and especially with chicken because I'm a big fan of uh, chicken there. So yeah, if you guys are, are in downtown, definitely go check it out. It's always really great to be able to see local businesses being around town and downtown modesto definitely has a lot and i'll be interviewing more people with uh, businesses there in the future so if anyone knows of anyone with a business there in downtown modesto feel free to send me a message or if you yourself actually own a business in downtown modesto feel free to contact me on the socials at the 29 journey and let me know and it would be great to have you here on, on the podcast or again not just Modesto, <laughs> I'm just keeping it Modesto here for the episode, but anywhere in the 209, if anyone owns a business and you want me to spotlight your story, again, send me a message or let me know what that business is and it would be great to hear how your business got started and also send some people your way, get some people knowing about your business and you know, more people supporting all these businesses that have started from people here locally and ones that we definitely want to keep around for as long as they're able to be around. Because yes, as I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of people here that do support local over any corporation that decides to come by and and try to steal someone else's business too. And one example that always comes to mind to me, we actually wrote a blog post about it was when Dunkin' Donuts, or they used to be called Dunkin' Donuts right now, they're just a Dunkin' actually moved in across the street from Mr. T's donut shop. They probably thought they're going to get a lot of uh, people actually buying their donuts because of the fact that they are near a popular donut shop. But I think contrary to what they thought, more people ended up going to Mr. T's. And I mean, anytime you go to that donut shop, which has been actually recognized nationally as well, too, there's always a line there. And anytime you glance across the street, there's not much going on there. So uh, just again, an example of how supportive people are here in the 209. It's really great to be able to hear how these businesses got started. And the fact that, you know, sometimes you have to sell your business as a small business owner, but it's really great that you can have someone else here locally be like, hey, I'll take over your business and especially in maria's case here if you already have all the equipment there for your business even better it helps you make sure that you don't have to make that investment in that equipment and it's all already installed there so it helps make sure that the business continues to grow and that hey you have a spot that people can come back to especially people who went to mocha magic before she owned it now they're also customers of her new mocha magic too so Thank you to everyone who does support local. Again, it's really great to be able to see these local spots because you definitely don't get the same level of service when you go to any national place. And the fact that we can still have a lot of local options when it comes to restaurants or local services is just really great. And again, really goes to show why the 209 is a really special area in comparison to maybe bigger cities that. You know, it might be a little more difficult for someone to have a local business, especially when times are tough and when you have so much competition all around you or in a neighboring city or all that, it's just a little more difficult there. So it's really great to be able to have that here still and go to these uh, local spots. And, you know, over time, people even actually know what your order is and remember you and just have that order that you always do. Right there, ready for you. And I know I've certainly experienced that before here with the local food truck. And let me tell you, if you haven't gone through that, it's, it's a really good experience to go through to know that a business owner knows you so well and knows that you always have a certain order that they have it ready for you when they see you actually parking. That's something else. And you'll rarely see that from a national restaurant or national service spot. I mean, it does. It, does happen every now and then depending of course on the person helping you but there's nothing like being able to actually talk to the business owners and and them actually appreciate your business whereas it's a little more difficult for that level of service and appreciation to happen in a business that is not a local owned business there well that was my talk (laughs) right there about local businesses but Again, if you guys want to go check out her business, as uh, she is in downtown Modesto Mocha Magic on 16th Street. And as she mentioned, if you listen to this episode on the day that I posted, it'll be happening on Saturday, which will be either tomorrow or in a day and a half if I post this on Thursday evening or Friday morning. So go check it out if you are around town. It should be a fun parade that they'll be having there, especially now and with Christmas being around the corner. And with the different festivities happening and with lights happening all around too, I think it's a great time to be outdoors and, and get to see a really nice parade that they do there. And and what better than actually having Mocha Magic be right there in there. So if you want that hot chocolate, hot coffee, or maybe you want a cold coffee, just like I do when I drink <laughs> a coffee, then you have a spot there as well with pastries to go along with it. and. Be able to enjoy the parade. I mean, there's nothing better than actually having uh, your drink, a pastry while you're out enjoying this holiday season. Another reminder, again, if you haven't followed the social media pages for the Tone Nine Journey, you can find it at the Tone Nine Journey on Facebook, X and Instagram. Also, I invite you to follow or subscribe or whatever it is called, wherever you might be listening to the show. So that way you can get reminded by your favorite podcast platform when I post a new episode. It's really helpful, and I don't always post at a specific time. So if you subscribe, you're going to be able to get notified when new episodes are posted there as well. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I invite you to listen to past episodes as well. I have a lot of episodes that I've recorded already. So if you want to hear other stories there, go back. You can go back to episode one and listen to all the stories that have been mentioned here on the Tonine Journey Again, I'm going to be posting episodes weekly, so be on the lookout next week for another episode. But for now, have a good day or night whenever you might be listening to this. And you'll hear me next week here on the Nine Journey podcast.